Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into a special edition of the Auburn Live recruiting show. I am your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3, and I say special edition because we've got a special show for you today. It's uh, mainly to introduce our newest team member. I'm freaking stoked. I've been battling this dude for 10 years. I worked indirectly with him a little bit at Rivals, but it was he was doing his thing, I was doing my thing, and I've been chasing him for the past 10 years on the Auburn beat, and I'm so excited to have Mr. Keith Niebuhr join the Auburn Live on three family. Got him online here. Keith, welcome, big dog. Yeah, it's great to be here. I mean, chasing's a little, a little bit of a reach. You know, I, the Auburn market is, is an underrated market. I've always felt this way. You know, there's a lot of good people that have a lot of good inside sources in recruiting, uh, particularly, sure. but obviously the team as well. I mean, guys we've worked for, and guys we've worked, excuse me, guys we worked for, guys we worked with, and guys we've worked against. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, for a while at the, my last stop, I worked with the, our buddy Jason Caldwell, and you know, for a long time, you and I competed against him, and then he became a guy that, that worked really closely with me, and a guy that I've really grown to love as a person more than anything sure. else. I mean, you know, that, that's what I like, like about Jason. I mean, obviously he does good work, but no, it's exciting. I mean, um, you know, there was a time where I didn't think I'd, I, I, look, I just left 24 seven on May 31st. That was my last day. I loved it every minute being there. Um, and there was a time, and I think, you know, this Jeff that I was going to cover cause I'd kind of sort of kept you in the loop until recently when I wasn't allowed to, but you know, the plan was to move to Florida and cover Florida. And that's where I went to school. And it was no slight against Auburn in any way. I'd covered Auburn for nine years. Hell, that's the longest I've ever stayed in one position. And, um, uh, you know, I wanted to be in Florida. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to lie. Money was one issue or one reason. Uh, I still have friends that work at Florida because I grew up in Gainesville. I mean, I'm from Miami, but really grew up in Gainesville. And then also I wanted to be close to my mother who uh, was getting older and, you know, when my dad died, Jeff, and I'm, I'm doing all the talking here, but when my dad yeah. died, I was in college and, and, you know, God, I would go over to the student paper and I'd walk, I could walk to the hospital he was in dying with a brain tumor, but I was not there for my mom. So I always made a promise to myself more than anybody that I would be there when my mom needed me. And, um, you know, just kind of his chance would have it. I, I got down here last fall and covered Auburn from afar. And I, I felt like I still covered him fairly well, but not, not maybe what I had done five years ago, let's say. Um, uh, but then my mother, uh, uh, had some complications after heart surgery a few weeks ago and, and didn't make it. And that really changed a lot of my thinking. Um, you know, I, would I love to cover Florida again? Sure. Someday, maybe, uh, I've covered them before and, and I had fun. I always had fun. A lot of good people there. A lot, a lot of similarities really between the two places, to be honest with you, a lot of good, good people at both, a lot of great people at both. Um, but then this opportunity presented itself and Shannon Terry, who, 
we both work for, and I've worked for for a lot of years, the founder of On3 and previously founded 24-7 Sports, you know, he said, would you be interested in doing this? And at first I didn't think, yeah, maybe not, maybe not. Or maybe, excuse me, maybe, maybe not. I get nervous, sorry. Um, but then as the weeks went on, it just felt like, you know, why not? Why not? Why not keep doing what I'm doing? I'm in a pretty good comfort zone. We know a lot of people at Auburn, a lot of great people, like I said. Um, and really the response when I, when I announced I was, I mean, who am I really? Nobody. But when I announced I was leaving 24-7, you know, the response from Auburn people was just really just oh, kind of, you know, after losing my mom a couple weeks earlier and then that. And, uh, you know, it, it just felt like the right thing to do. So let's just take it year by year right now and, and, and not think too far into the future. And because you're not guaranteed all that stuff. So uh, it felt like it'd be a, a fun year to cover Auburn. Uh, can they make a rise? Will they not make a rise? Well, I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Um, a lot of exciting things happening in recruiting. Um, and it, it's kind of, you know, I just kind of want to see how things turn out in a sense. And um, I'll it's, tell you. it's hard uh, to walk away from Auburn. You know, our good friend, we have, well, I don't want to give it away, but we have some good friends, uh, uh, Jeff, that are in the business and uh, they're older than us. And they thought, oh man, this will be it. One more season. And then they just, they love it so much because Auburn's such an awesome and unique place. And it is hard to say goodbye to Auburn. Was I found out it's very hard to say goodbye. Well, you know, uh, Keith, I'm, I'm excited personally to have you on the same team as me, but I'm also excited. And I know this sounds kind of cheesy, but it's the damn truth. I'm excited <laughs> for our subscribers. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I, I, and the commitment that Shannon Terry has made to this site, if uh, if hiring you on top of what we've got with Cole and Justin and myself uh, and the contributors that we have doesn't sound doesn't you know mean a lot. It means a lot to me because one thing about you, Keith, and this was for the past ten years you're working against me, but uh, was you all? I love this about you. You wanted your subscribers. You felt you were so loyal to your subscribers. You wanted them to feel, feel like they were cheating you by only paying, you know, $8 a month for the information you were giving. You wanted them to walk away from that day going, man, I got my money's worth. And that was all still is one of the things that I admire about you is the care and the uh, awareness, the empathy you have for the subscribers. And, and we've already been talking about our plans moving forward as a team. Yeah. So I, I, let me ask you this, Keith. We've kind of talked about it off there, but mm -hmm. tell the subscribers kind of what you plan on bringing. Well, if I if I could first address what you just said, and I don't think I'm anything special for feeling, you know, that subscribers deserve a lot. And by the way, let's just be honest, Jeff. There's people on your board. I, I've been following your board. There's people that don't like me. That that's fine. That's welcome fine. to my. But I got them too, big dog. <laughs> but that's okay, man. That's yeah. okay. There's a couple specific ones. There's in particular that I know can't stand me. That's fine, man. That's fine. But you know what? Uh, I don't want, I mean, I hope they change their mind, but, uh, but are they getting their money's worth? That's important. And uh, you know, I came from, a, I have a true journalism background. I don't, I don't know who does and who doesn't, I don't care, but I'm saying I came from the newspaper world Yeah, me too. where I couldn't have dreamed of being compensated the way we're compensated, where if our site does well, we make more money. I mean, it's that simple. That's who Shannon Terry is. That's the, that's the kind of boss he is. That's the kind of guy you want to work for. Uh, you always feel like you have skin in the game. Like if you're, yeah. if your site performs at a high level, you're going to be rewarded uh, every single time. And, uh, but you know, really, you know, and I said this in my going away thing from the other thing, uh, the other position at 24 seven, which by the way, was a great place to work. Great people, unbelievable people. I mean, people, 
Uh, I see people on the boards making fun of my buddy, Ronnie Sanders, but he was really good to me, you know, sure. and, and he takes it, he takes it all in stride. That's what's so awesome about him. But anyway, um, the thing, the thing I said, and I meant this, they say, I'd always heard if you love Auburn, Auburn people will love you back. Well, I have a different kind of love for Auburn. I didn't, I didn't grow up in Alabama. I didn't grow up an Auburn fan. I didn't go to Auburn. I haven't worshiped Auburn sports. I haven't lived and died with Auburn sports. But I, I, when I started covering Auburn in 2013, it became pretty clear right away, Jeff, that if you showed an appreciation of Auburn, all things Auburn, not just the school, but the people, the history. I love the history. Respect. Uh, the history, yeah. Guys that you and I know that know the history. Uh, I think of Philip Marshall. I think of Jay Tate. Brian Matthews, those guys, know, and I know I probably shouldn't be talking about competitors. Those guys know the history. Jason Caldwell, I love picking their brains. And so yeah. if you show a genuine interest in something, people, what I found is if you showed a genuine interest in law, in Auburn, Auburn people saw that as love and they loved you back. And I'm telling you, and I say this all the time, and I, I obviously you love your alma mater. Uh, am, I, am I going too much, Jeff? No, not at all. No, I was, I was swatting away on <laughs> that. We, we got video here, and I'm like, "What's Jeff, Jeff's cut giving me the hook already here?" Jeez. Uh, but no, if um, you know, and I and you obviously love the schools you go to, and I loved University of Florida, and um, um, no doubt it was a fun place, fun time. But people at Auburn have always treated me like I went to Auburn. It's really kind of interesting. It's uh, uh it, it's kind of, and again, I bring, I keep going back to the same thing. When I announced a couple weeks ago, I was leaving twenty four seven and Auburn undercover, it was just like the, the, the affection shown to me was just amazing. It was really, I don't know, it's crazy. But anyway, so what are we going to do? So one of the things we can do to kind of, you know, what is better, Jeff? I mean, there's stories that I write better than you and stories you write better than me, but that's subjective, right? That is sure. truly subjective. People have different tastes. But what's not subjective is who's doing more, who's providing the most intel behind the scenes. And intel is we want to make readers feel we, we want to make readers feel that they are in Auburn, okay? That we're going to be their eyes and ears. Not going to be. Y'all are already doing it. I'm just going to be adding to it. But hey. their eyes and ears in Auburn. Because, you know, when you go to Auburn, or if you just grew up an Auburn fan, you may at some point in life move to Bozeman, Montana, or Chicago, or New York, or, you know, Miami, or whatever. So it's our duty, not not our job, but our duty to the people that pay all this money, Um to to, to uh, basically, so I'm getting all these texts. Of course, uh, it's basically no our scoop. duty. No, no, it's basically our duty to. Let me. I'm going to shoot this person a message here back. <laughs> it's our duty to provide them with the coverage so they. Uh, hang on. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Jeff. Um, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's our duty to people that pay to have our eye on the ball, just as I proved uh, the exact opposite there by, by responding to a text message. But no, being the eyes and ears, making people feel like they're in Auburn. Yes, 85,000, or excuse me, 89, 88,000, 86,000 go to Jordan-Hare Stadium for games. But they can't be there during the week. They can't be for, there for recruiting visits. If if you and I see Carl Lawson show up and he's in a in a cast, we, we tell them. I mean, we, we're their eyes and ears. So that's important. But then also, how else can you differentiate your coverage? More content, more intel, but being places, just showing up, and uh, we know without giving too much away, we we want to get on the road. We want to we want to take Auburn live, you know, uh, subscribers across the South, which is Auburn's main recruiting footprint. Now, my promise to everybody here is, if they're recruiting a quarterback in LA, one of us is going to go do a big feature on him. If if it's a guy they have a legitimate shot, right. Uh, Auburn was actually surprisingly in it with that kid Rashawn Gary a few years ago who ended up, you know, uh, five-star defensive lineman from New Jersey. So we went up there. 
Uh, I went to see Calvin Ashley, another five-star offensive tackle. Went up to Washington to see him. Shot the commitment video for uh, a receiver from Maryland a few years ago that Auburn got. So, uh, you know, we want to not just put you in Auburn, but we want to take you around the country to to and, and introduce you to the kids that are recruiting across the country. Now, in the past, a lot of those times, Jeff and I've fallen short of this of this goal. I've I've gone and I've written the standard recruiting updates. And I think the next step is I got to get back to my roots and, and start telling their stories more than just the recruiting. Who are these people? Let readers get to know them. Um, so those are kind of some of the things we want to do. And, and, you know, we hope that people think we'll, we'll do a good job. We hope they'll subscribe. I mean, uh, Jeff, some people subscribe to one site, some people subscribe to multiple sites, but uh, we hope that we're one of the ones they choose. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of good pieces. You guys already had good pieces. I hope maybe I can add a l- another, you know, little dynamic to it. Um, I love covering Auburn. I never was, you know, unhappy covering Auburn. It's just, you know, your mind starts wandering after several years. Jeff, I'm, I think you, we've all been there before. Mm. Is this what I want to do forever? Do I want to be in this market? Do I want to live? It's taxing. Life. Life, life happens, man. You know, yeah. life happens. And everybody, everybody listening has gone through this at times. I mean, my dad had multiple jobs. He worked all over the place. He, as a young guy, he was, uh, and he died when I was a uh, uh, sophomore in college, but uh, he worked for the U.S. Treasury Department and his job was to fly all over the country. So we barely saw him. So he changed jobs so he could see us some more, which after dealing with me and my two siblings, he probably regretted it pretty quickly. But, you know, it, things change and, and I'm excited about this change and you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what we can do and, you know, hopefully we can do a really good job of it. And hopefully everybody, like you said, feels like they're getting their money's worth. That's the main thing. I mean, you and I didn't come from rich families. We, we appreciate the value of the dollar, what it means for people to spend money on these sites. And, and we really do believe that it's not just, it's not just us talking. We've talked about this before, you know, in all those days, Jeff, when we would sit over at the Auburn athletic complex for 12 hours to get maybe one or two interviews, we would talk about everything. Um, and everything means everything, by the way. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's a special place. I'm lucky to be able to to be able to still cover Auburn. Let's put it that way. Fortunately, well, I, I know you've been away for maybe a month now. Kind of yeah. stepped back, taking it yeah. slow. Had uh, your mother died, and that, I tell you yeah. what, man, that that really broke my heart because I knew what what you had planned. And um, but you, would, I, I was grateful that you got a jump start and was able to be down there with her. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was that was. That made it a little better, uh, but you've been away for the not not really away, but you've backed off a little bit. But yeah, as of now, what uh, I mean, we we all know Auburn's got two commitments. I think you're probably still working with Terrence Love commended. Yeah, Auburn's got two commitments. Had a big weekend this past weekend. Got another huge weekend coming up this weekend and the weeks thereafter. Uh, and all of June is going to be stacked every weekend with with, with top recruits. Keith, kind of what is your impression? Uh, general vague impression on what's going on at Auburn this year and, and have you yeah. seen the difference from a year ago yeah and can I backtrack one second too sure. uh, you know they're probably going to kill me for mentioning people I used to work with but th- these are people I respect just as I always respect you I didn't mention Dukes our guy Dukes yeah love, man love that guy love that me guy and by the way I don't think it's a bad thing to recognize good people at your competition Not at all. You know Not at all. here's the thing they they're going to make us better I know what those guys are capable of, and I know that I'm going to have to be sharp. But anyway, what what was your question? What do I make of the Christian recruits? too, man? I think he's a young guy. I got to meet oh, yeah, with him no a little bit at Rivals, and Christian and Dukes both at uh, tw- Auburn Undercover now. Yeah. Uh, I think both of those. I think th- I love Dukes. I uh, I got to meet him back in January, I believe, at a Junior Day, 
And if I didn't have babysitting duties that night, I would have went and tossed a few back with him. Well, what, uh, yeah, no, I agree. What was your question was, where do I think of Auburn recruiting right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what, what, I don't expect you to know, yeah. you know who's all coming in this weekend and what, where they're going to end up. But yeah. um, have you uh, – one the biggest thing for me, Keith, is a, a big difference from a year ago. And we both were in it a year ago, and we kind of – you know, uh, they were the, the staff was just kind of figuring it out. You know, they're coming off of COVID, and business were starting to kick back up. We felt like they were way behind and never really got called up. Finished respectively, but uh, respect – respectively yeah respectfully maybe no <laughs> yeah res respectfully not respect not respectively respectfully uh but I, to me keith i've seen a big difference in this year i've seen a lot more shoot man i've seen the visitor list grow and grow and grow it's a lot easier to get kids on campus this this, this yeah. summer uh and been highly impressed with christian robinson with jimmy brumbaugh with ike hilliard the three new guys i love the move from jeff schmetting out of the linebacker spot to the defensive coordinator um, uh, Keysaw, the offensive coordinator, has opened up these guys like Ike Hilliard and, and Christian Robinson. I'll tell you what I can do, Jeff. Can I interrupt you? Yeah. There's three guys you just mentioned all have connections to to the place I grew up and the place I went to school, yeah. the first three guys. So let me let me just tell you what I know about those guys. So Ike Hilliard I happened to cover in college, and he was an intelligent, high IQ guy back when he played for, for Florida, when he played for Spur. He was in a, one of those receiving classes where they brought in a bunch of studs and from the jump, he was a guy that made plays and made a difference. But in every single interview, we came away thinking, even as a freshman, now he had a huge game against Auburn as a freshman. Sure. I believe Auburn won that game, the 94 game down in Gainesville. But Ike was big. Last second. Game. That's right. Unbelievable game. Pat mm -hmm. Nix to Frank Sanders, right? And But Ike Hilliard was, um, how do I say, mentally, I don't want, mentally IQ is, is mental acuity, whatever. He was just smarter than everybody else you interviewed his age. Very he intelligent. Incredibly bright guy. And by the way, now 30 years later, 28 years later, I hear the same thing about him. I hear these same things about Ike Hilliard. I'm actually really good buddies. I don't want to give away the name of the guy, but I'm really good friends with somebody who worked with him. Uh, I believe it was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, if my memory's right now. I'm, I'm, my mind's all over the place. And they love the guy to death. Love the guy to death. So Ike Hilliard, bright guy. Jimmy Brumbaugh, I've known for years. Uh, I went to high school in Gainesville, Florida. He went to high school in Keystone Heights, Florida, a little tiny school, little tiny school. Wasn't really recruited hard by Florida until the very end, but by then he knew where he was going and it was Auburn. And, and in that area, if you've been to Keystone Heights, you know, there's not a lot of division one football players come out of there. You got to be something special. You got to have that dog. And when college football coaches recruit, you know, the, what do they call it? The muck, uh, Pahokee yeah. and Belgrade, those areas down there, mm -hmm. they say those kids always had dog in them. They had fight in them. Well, Keystone Heights isn't anywhere near there. It's quite frankly halfway between Jacksonville and Gainesville. But Jimmy Brumbaugh had that dog in him. He had that fight in him. And then you saw that as a player. Um, again, he was not great competition in high school, not a school that produced any Division One players that I can remember besides him. Uh, and yet he had the fight to get out of there. And you still see that tenacity today as a recruiter. Look, he's had some, uh, you, you don't hit every fastball, every pitch that comes your way, but he sure is, he sure is uh, making some aggressive swings out there and trying his hardest to get Auburn uh, in contention with guys. And you're seeing guys like Sadir, is it Mitchell? I'm uh, mm -hmm. uh, the kid, the big defensive tackle from, uh, from New, New Jersey. Jersey visit. And, uh, you know, guys like that, you're seeing kids from all over the South and all up and up and down the Eastern seaboard on the defensive line, visiting Auburn. Hunter Osborne, Jamal Jarrett. That's right. And, and that, no, these are going to be tough gets. We know that. Right. But Jimmy is putting Auburn in position and maybe he doesn't get all these guys this year. Maybe he doesn't get half of, maybe he doesn't get any of them, 
but he's laying the groundwork. He's doing the work and uh, it's going to pay off at some point. There's no question about it. Just a matter of when. And then you have Christian Robinson who apparently when he was at Florida uh, linebackers coach before he got to Auburn was such a nice guy. Now at, at, at Auburn, Jeff, you and I had the luxury for many years of working in an inside in the air conditioning at the Auburn athletic complex. And we'd get fed. Remember, like if there were extra food, it wasn't like the Auburn coaches were cooking for us, but if there was extra food that was getting ready to be thrown away, a guy like Rodney Garner would say, Hey guys, finish this off. And it was, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Unbelievable. That they Andy George is. Oh, my God. But it was always him or uh, actually it was usually Rodney, quite frankly, that would yeah. give us. <laughs> but anyway. He'd come in there and get everything and well, say, all right, y'all can have the rest. Well, at Florida, the writers, every school is different. The writers have to sit out in the sun for six hours and wait for the wait for the visits to end. And then they interview him outside. And it's my understanding, one year, uh, last year, I want to say Christian Robinson, at least on one occasion, either he he either uh, he bought them some kind of meal and brought it to the reporters. He bought it himself. Now, uh, maybe I'm getting something wrong in the story, but the bottom line is he's one of the nicest guys out there. In fact, I met him. I went to go see Jadarian Rim, the Auburn cornerback, uh, uh, freshman quarterback. I went to one of his games uh, the Friday night before the Florida-Georgia game last year. It was in Valdosta. And Christian Robinson drove over from Ponte Vedra, um, just south of Jacksonville. And he was at the game. And I introduced myself. And I'd heard so many great things about him through the years. I actually know a few people on the Florida staff. And they're like, oh, man, you got to meet this guy. He's the real deal. And I met him. And guess what? He was the real deal. Un- unbelievably nice. Unbelievably kind. And and just gracious. Uh, gracious. And, and like, hey, so tell me about your job. Tell me about what you right. Tell me about you. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't contrived. And... And then I understood why he was in so many key recruitments at Florida, why he was able to pull some guys, quite frankly, away from Auburn um, in Alabama. Um, and, you know, it didn't work out at UF for him, uh, you know, with uh, the Mullen staff, Dan Mullen staff, but um, a guy that knows Atlanta all the way down to Valdosta, quite frankly, uh, you know, so does Steven Ruzik, by the way, the uh, Auburn's mm-hmm. director of player personnel. His dad was a, well-known coach in Warner Robins. That's been a great asset. He knows a lot of coaches throughout the state. Yeah, Auburn's got to do well in Georgia, obviously. And and I think Christian Robinson and, and Ruzik too, but Christian Robinson's a guy that all the kids in Florida remember him. So he's going to get you in the game with those kids. He's done well in Alabama and he's done really well in Georgia. So he's, again, that's a, I, I think, I, I really feel like, I don't know, you hate saying this because you, you don't want to always grade coaches, but it feels like at least in recruiting uh, bringing those three guys in, uh, Auburn uh, upgrade seems like a harsh word. I've I used it. I have used yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, because 
you know, Mason, Derek Mason, Nick Eason, uh-huh. Burt Watts, those guys, and obviously Burt Watts was replaced by somebody different, but, um, yeah, Rock's been great too. Rock yeah, no kidding. What a great find that was. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, I went to a camp down in, in, um, in, in Fort Lauderdale in late February and everybody there is like, Oh man, we're so happy that rock got that gig at Auburn and coming up to me and telling me that people. Um, so, you know, I feel like Auburn upgraded in the, in the recruiting sense. Now we, I'm not saying they downgraded in the coaching. I'm saying, yeah, who knows, right? We we'll see. Um, so I like what they've done there and, and, you know, guys that really understand the lay of the land. So rock gets you in Florida. See Rob gets you in Florida. Jimmy uh, has worked, uh, mobile's been his area before. Uh, North Columbus in his area. Yeah. He, and again, he grew up in Florida, so he knows the lay of the land down there. And then who was the other one we're mentioning? Oh, I kill you now. Now recruiting, Louisiana. Yeah, recruiting is a little new to him, obviously. Yeah, right, uh, right. Again, what did I tell you? He's a very bright guy, smarter than me and you put together, probably, Jeff, which ain't saying a whole hell of a lot. But yeah, well, give really you now. And in Louisiana, which again, that was a huge get for Spurrier, Steve Spurrier, to go to Louisiana and get him. So he knows the message. You don't have to stay in Louisiana. In other words, He's been through this. Now he picked a different school, but he's been through what a lot of these kids in Louisiana are going through right now. Hey, look, LSU's a great place, no doubt. And I, and I don't think that my guess is I care. It's not a negative recruiter. He does. He's no. seems like an above board guy. Right um, now. Who knows? Right. <laughs> but I, I feel like for everything. I've of course ever not. Told, no, man. man. Yeah. For 30 years, I've been, nobody's ever said a bad word about the guy to me. Uh, the funny thing is I doubt he even remembers me. I was just a student journalist back then interviewing him, but first class all the way treated all of us great. But, uh, you know, you feel like those guys give you a little edge over what you brought in in year one. Now, Derek Mason knew the lay of the land in the sec, but he was recruiting a different kind of kid at Vanderbilt, mm. right? He wasn't, yeah, yeah. Only, he wasn't having to battle against Florida, Georgia, Miami, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio state, Notre Dame, USC, Texas. So, you know, a little different challenge. And, and by the way, not knocking him at all. I personally love the guy. Uh, yeah, me, right. I, I thought he was great. Um, but Nick Eason was coming from the NFL and hadn't recruited in college yet. Um, you know, Burt Watts was coming from, where was his last stop? Memphis or Fresno? Fresno. Okay. So, you know, he hadn't worked in the SEC, I don't believe. Um, you know, they didn't sign any. Didn't have any ties down here. Didn't have any ties. That's right. And by the way, he must be a pretty damn good coach if the Denver Broncos scooped him up. Right. So we're not knocking the guy. But, you know, he didn't have the ties. And, you know, so all these guys know the lay. I know we're going long here, Jeff, but all the guys no, knew the good. lay. All these guys seem to know the lay of the land. Even Ike Hilliard, who who doesn't have the recruiting resume per se, but yet he's from the boot in Louisiana, and he kind of gets it. You know what I mean? I think I think he kind of gets that. Uh, so I feel like they've already, yeah, yeah, that's significant. Yeah. Now again, they got to get out and get guys. They got two commitments. Um, now not, not a lot of schools have a ton of commitments. It's funny, Jeff. A few years ago. And this would have been pretty normal then to have mm-hmm. two commitments. Then all of a sudden everybody was getting 15 commitments by July. And now it's kind of going back to the old ways because people are waiting on that NLI stuff. and The whole dynamic has changed. You know what I mean? So, well, uh, I, yeah, I, I think, I think I, well, well, what you've talked about is getting these coaches, being able to get these kids on campus, putting Auburn. And I wrote about this on the corner yeah. today yeah, that's good. Uh, or earlier in the week is you're, you're getting your, you're putting yourself in a position the, the, the key here is winning. You go out there and you go four and eight this year, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, the key for Auburn, and I, I've said this on a couple of shows before, Keith, is I don't know what the win total is for Auburn, but they need to make some noise, man. They need to make yeah. some noise, right? Yeah. And that's winning a couple of games you shouldn't, winning all the games that you should, and then, and then surprising a couple of people. Um, 
making some noise, man, making these kids believe that you're heading in the right direction. What, what, and, and if that happens, what these coaches have done already and are doing in this, this summer is positioning Auburn to capitalize on making some noise in the fall. So you go yeah. and you make some noise this fall. You're talking, I don't know what it would rank, don't care what it would rank. All I know is that there will be some stud recruits signing with Auburn come December. I really believe that. I really believe that they've put themselves in position. See, Rob, having Jaden Osbury come in, got a, got, got a close there with his brother on campus, got Lewis Carter coming, what, two weeks. You've got um, C.J. Allen. You've got D. Creighton. Both all four-star linebackers coming to to take official visits to Auburn. Rock Bell and Tony, you've got Ruben Bain coming up. You've got Keldrick Falk coming over this weekend, two top edges. Um, so, uh, Ike um, got Auburn back in the, uh, the mix with – Carmelo English, got Lamar Seymour, who's committed to Miami and from South Florida, is coming up for an official visit. A lot of these guys, Jimmy Brumball, we've already talked about him, getting yeah. Jamal Jarrett um, down for an official visit. Sidear Mitchell's coming down from New Jersey. Uh, so a lot, a lot of big-name guys are visiting Auburn, which puts Auburn in a position to be able to capitalize should they make some noise in the fall. Well, Jeff, I, and I'll even add to that a little bit, a little bit different take because you've been way more plugged in lately than me. But I'll even say, you know, just suppose you're six and five. And, and, and you've, you know, by the way, six and five with next year's schedule uh, wouldn't be, I mean, you know, that, that's, look, it's a tough schedule. But let's suppose you're six and five getting ready to play Bama. But that recruiting class is solid. It's solid. And people, they've seen something. Maybe you don't have eight, nine, 10 wins, but they've seen something. Well, that may, I mean, a recruiting class can keep a, keep a coach around too. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, look, I mean, this year didn't go as planned, but look at the future. And and this is an important recruiting class. I mean, this is, this may be the most important one we've seen in the last several years, Jeff, because you know, this past year was okay. Okay. Not great. Not bad. Some good players. Are there any difference makers? We'll see a good quarterback. We know that. Um, but the year before the transitional class, obviously was hard that, that, that hurt that hurt Auburn because you know that's oh yeah you know that, that hurt um forget about the rankings just you know who did you beat to land guys who did you take how many of those guys are still there how many are not there uh that hurt there's no question about it so what you can't do is have three classes in a row that are below Auburn standards now again I don't want to knock this last class we don't know what these guys are capable of yet and they obviously let me point out one other thing they signed fewer guys than normal to keep room open for transfers. So even though they were 20th or 21st in the, I mean, I guess it depends on who ranked them. I may be going off my old company's rankings. Fair enough. It still wasn't a top 10 class. Okay. I think they were 18 in all three. Okay. It still wasn't the, 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 what we're used to seeing from Auburn. No. So that means, you know, transitional class below par last year. Okay. The last class. So now you've got to, you've absolutely got to put together a strong class and, and also, though, kids know that. They know where the opportunity is. They see what Auburn's losing off this team, and uh, and they know they can come in and play early. And I know a lot of them say, oh, that early playing time doesn't matter. Oh, give me a break. It matters. It matters. So there's a lot of things in play here, but they've got more pieces behind the scenes, uh, more people that seem to – they all seem to be pulling in the same direction. Let's put it that way. I guess right. Absolutely. And and they know way more that what's going on than we do. Of sure. course, I will add, though, that – uh, we can also what we can do is we can provide what we we understand that the, the feelings they think about things inside Auburn headquarters, but also we have the ability to go find out what people elsewhere think. Uh, so that may be the added bonus that a coaching staff doesn't always know. Um, okay, well we know what the kids telling 
us as coaches and staffers, but what do the other schools think? So again, that, that's all part of our coverage and, and we hope can enhance, uh, you know, the Auburn live experience for people. Is that how you spell your name? Yeah. You don't know how to spell my name? You spell it K-E-I? K-E-I-T-H-N-I-E-B-U-H-R. That's what I, that's what I thought. It's a, it's a great German name. Yeah. <laughs> Try Vega. Very regal. When, hey, when are we going to oh. go play some golf, man? Dude, I, last time I did that, I threw a damn hernia. I had a herniated disc. I threw my black back out. Oh, you know, I had a hernia <laughs> operation in, in uh, the last week of January. And that was, uh, that wasn't too fun, Jeff. I got I to gotta tell you, man. That's better than a hemorrhoid. Uh, well, I wouldn't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was bad. It was bad. I, I don't know. Man. I don't know what yeah, I got the scars to, to remind me. But yeah, we got to get out there and play some golf. Dude, let's go. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You go get fi- fi- situated down in Miami. I've never been to Miami. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to live yet. We should tell everybody because right now, I mean, the reality is this all kind of happened fast and I'm, I'm actually living temporarily in my mom's house. I mean, I don't, everybody doesn't need to know all whatever. I probably getting a little too deep here, but we're going to get her house ready to, to put on the market and I'm taking care of it right now. So I'm in Orlando, but this is a good thing. We already have you, Cole and Justin in that Auburn area, right? You, you guys are all right in there. And I know Cole lives a little bit West of town, but uh, so now me being not in the area. And by the way, all those years at 24 seven, I never lived in Auburn. No. I lived in Atlanta, and and I but I drove over to Auburn so much that the, some of the coaches were surprised that I didn't live there. But mm-hmm. me being living in Florida right now, at least, and who knows where I'm going to be in two months, uh, that means I have to get on the road. So if you're a reader, that's a good thing. I have no choice but to get on the road and get you content that you're not going to get other places. That's that's just I have no choice. That's the only way I'm going to keep my job, quite frankly. So. Hopefully we can tell some stories that uh, are unique and, uh, you know, we'll do our best. I, I thought you said it best earlier when you were talking about from, from Orlando up to Atlanta, over to Birmingham, yeah. down to Mobile. I mean, you, you draw that perimeter, you drive that perimeter, and you, you're, you're, you're getting – I mean, you're covering, you're getting to probably 60 or 70% of – maybe more, right? Yeah, I call it the loop, basically, up to Atlanta. And sometimes you go into the Carolinas. Like, they're recruiting a couple yeah. of guys in the Carolinas, which I love – you and I both love the Carolinas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and sometimes you got to go over into Mississippi, but by and large, up I-75, over 20 to Birmingham, and sometimes to Huntsville. But again, off that main road, then down to Mobile, which takes you through Montgomery and Prattville and, and Madhouse training, and and then through the Panhandle. And you're going to get, you're right, you're going to get so many of the kids in, in this current class and future classes that are considering Auburn. Uh, and, and quite frankly, that's where your, most of your Auburn fans are, too. I, I see Auburn stuff everywhere, everywhere. Okay. And, uh, and uh, so, no, it's fun. It's fun getting on the road. It'll be great to get back out there. Yeah. Jeff with the pandemic, it kind of was like an excuse to not travel anymore. Yeah. And I think we all, I don't know about you, but I felt like most of us in the industry got a little lazy. Oh yeah. And, and so it's going to be good to get back out there and uh, see places. And hey, look, I always keep my golf clubs in the car and if it's five o'clock and I'm done and, uh, and I'm in, uh, you know, I'm in Oxford, Alabama. I'm going to go hit some balls somewhere and, and decompress. Oh, yeah. I got the swing, man. I got that Freddie Couple swing. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, but that Charles Barkley slice. Well, I, I'm going to – well, I'll let your readers go here or your listeners – our listeners, excuse me, go. There but, you go. Yeah. But uh, after my hernia operation, I couldn't swing for several weeks. And and one of my high school teammates, Jeff, and, uh, is a teacher at uh, 
at the Rick Smith Golf Center at Doral, Trump Doral down in Miami. High school golf teammate of mine. He said, why don't you come on down? He won't, he, he's great. He won't let me pay him because we're lifelong friends. And he said, do you want to, you want to tweak your swing, which isn't bad, or do you want to rebuild it? And I said, let's rebuild it. He goes, okay, we got to fix your swing. So after a minute after telling me it wasn't bad, he said, we got to, we got to fix it big time then. I said, well, how did I score? I've always shot, I have bad rounds, 90, 91, 92, but I've always been around 80. And I go, how do I even shooting anywhere near 80? anywhere with a terrible swing and he goes simple and Jeff this probably applies to you too and I don't know if your swing is good or bad but he goes hand-eye coordination if you have good hand-eye coordination you can compensate for just about anything he said but let's build you a real swing and I've had two lessons he's given me two more I've added two clubs I'm hitting seven irons 180 yards and I've never I've only played twice now all year it's practice I've only played twice. The first round, I went to Torrey Pines <laughs> and shot 90 and wanted to jump off the cliffs in the Pacific. And then... Um, in in uh, celebration. Well, no, no. And then the week after my mom passed away, I just needed a breather. And and unfortunately, she died uh, just a couple miles from the University of Florida. And I went over and I played that course. And Jeff, I kid you not, I shot 73. And so I haven't shot 73 since I was a kid. So whatever they're teaching me is working. It's, it's taken a lot of that. I don't want to, people have already tuned out now, but it's taking all the, uh, the dispersion, the shot dispersion out. You know what I mean? So I recommend the Rick. That's my first plug. The Rick Smith golf center in Miami is awesome. And I, in fact, I've already gotten a few other people to go get lessons and they've had fun, but I, you know, I just wanted to build a swing that would last for all eternity. Now, can I beat Jason Caldwell? Probably not, but I'll try my best. Yeah. I want to play. Or, by the way, Jeremy Roberts who you and I both know who uh, yeah. head of operations over at Auburn. They can swing the sticks. Uh, dude, that guy, that guy's around par every round. So um, really, I don't think I can play with him, but I can maybe at least, you know, you got to watch Jeremy. There's something to think about. Maybe. I don't know. No, nah, I'm just messing with you. Anyway. All right, Keith. Well, that sounds good, man. Hey, listen. Yeah. I know we can sit here and talk and we will in the future. We're yeah, going to have podcasts. So We're going to talk more about recruiting. We wanted, wanted to get you suited. Welcomed, man. We wanted to get these subscribers fired up. I know there's a special going on today, Wednesday. Um, for Auburn Live subscribers to uh, we got to keep track. We got to keep track of all those that unsubscribe too. I hopefully there's oh yeah plus side, but you I'm know, taking we'll notes, see. taking notes. But man, we're we're looking forward to uh, to having you, Keith. I know those subscribers are going to be pumped. Uh, the new ones are going to be pumped, and, and and we're looking all as a team to our subscribers to uh, to doing what we said earlier in the show, and that's making sure you feel like you're getting your money's worth. Hey, oh, so look look for uh, Keith starting today on Wednesday and, and providing even more coverage with Auburn live on three. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for signing up. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for letting us do our job and the things that we love. We really appreciate y'all and uh, hope you have a great day. Hope you help, help me welcome Keith to the site for Keith Neighbor. I'm Jeffrey Lee. See you.